Hi, this is Mark Rabin. If you enjoy this podcast, check out the new podcast that I'm doing with my old friend, Jamie Flinchbaugh. We call it Lean Whiskey. It's sort of like lean coffee conversations, but it's one-on-one and we try to have fun with it. We're not interviewing each other. We're sharing a, you know, a, a dram of whiskey and we're talking about lean and things in the news and things like that. So search for Lean Whiskey in your favorite podcast directory or go to www.leanwhiskey.com. Hi, this is Mark Rabin, and welcome to episode 271 of Lean Blog Audio. This is a post from April 30th, 2019, titled On Boeing, General Motors, and Hospitals An Epic Battles Between Reality and Spokespeople. So, yesterday's blog post and the last episode, uh, you can find that at leanblog.org slash audio270. That post and episode was about a situation. It was about my podcast hosting service, and it triggered memories of my time at General Motors in 1995, or I was was just triggered, as they say. But today's post is about a recent article about Boeing that definitely caused me to think think back to that broken, dysfunctional, pre-lean culture that I suffered through and learned from in my first year at General Motors. Back in 1995, nobody really claimed GM was lean, so the expectations were low. They were who they were, but my plant manager, the new one who came in in 1996, really started to change things. Boeing today is a company that has been pointed at as a great example of lean manufacturing, so it's troubling to read reports that suggest otherwise. So there's an article from the New York Times, and I've linked to this. The blog post for today's episode is leanblog.org slash audio 271. And the New York Times headline reads, Claims of shoddy production draw scrutiny to a second Boeing jet. And the subheadline reads, Workers at a 787 Dreamliner plant in South Carolina have complained of defective manufacturing, debris left on planes, and pressure to not report violations. Yikes. The Times claims, after uh, reviewing lots of internal documents and interviewing uh, many people, that, um, as it says, quote, The factory has been plagued by shoddy production and weak oversight that have threatened to compromise safety, a culture that often valued production speed over quality. Facing long manufacturing delays, Boeing pushed its workforce to quickly turn out Dreamliners, at times ignoring issues raised by employees. So to me, sadly, this reminds me of my time at General Motors, especially again during that first year there. It was a quantity-first culture. Quality suffered because of bad management decisions, as I've blogged about many times before, and there are links in the blog post. I was ignored, or as I wrote about once, vaguely threatened for repeatedly pointing out safety risks in the plant. So can I believe that a company, can I believe that they can claim to be, quote, the standard of the world, as Cadillac did at the time, or maybe that was a pre-90s slogan? Can they cl- make that claim while still being an internal dumpster fire? Well, well, yes. Is that the case of Boeing? I don't know, but I could believe it. Again, the article says, workers have filed nearly a dozen whistleblower claims and safety complaints with federal regulators describing issues like defective manufacturing, debris left on planes, and pressure to not report violations. Others have sued Boeing, saying they were retaliated against for flagging manufacturing mistakes. Now, unfortunately, I hear way too many stories in healthcare about people claiming that they they were retaliated against for speaking up 
about safety or quality. Currently, there's a fight going on related to the long-troubled Detroit Medical Center where you could say, well, there's two sides to every story. Side one is a headline that reads, fired cardiologist sue DMC and Tenet alleging retaliation for quality complaints. Well, side two, a different headline, later headline says, Tenet responds to lawsuit, accuses cardiologists of bullying staff, missing procedures. Maybe both sides are true. But back to Boeing again, it says, quote, Joseph Clayton, a technician at the North Charleston plant, one of two facilities where the Dreamliner is built, uh, I'll add the other one is in Washington State, Clayton, the technician, said he routinely found debris dangerously close to wiring beneath cockpits. Quote, I've told my wife that I never plan to fly on it, he said. It's just a safety issue. Now, there are sometimes nurses in some hospitals who say they wouldn't let a loved one get surgery from a certain surgeon they know or they've worked with. I mean, I never felt like Cadillac engines that I was involved with in, in that factory. I never felt like they were so dangerous that I wouldn't let a family member buy one. The quality problems I dealt with would have most likely led to a car engine that stopped working, but that risk is minimal compared to a defective plane or a problematic hospital. As with hospitals, uh, there's always a spokesperson ready to speak from the Times. Boeing South Carolina teammates are producing the highest level of quality in our history. Kevin McAllister, Boeing's head of commercial airplanes said, well, okay, so this isn't a spokesperson, uh, it's, it's a leader. But uh, he said, quote, I'm proud of our team's exceptional commitment to quality and stand behind the work they do each and every day. So look, when I was at GM, the teams, the employees, they were committed to quality, but management, frankly, often was not. Is, quote unquote, the highest levels of quality any more verifiable than a hospital saying patient safety is always our highest priority or that they've got world class care or the best performance ever? I mean, it's easy to give lip service. The Times article reminds us that the Boeing plant in South Carolina, again, you know, this is the one that's subject of the story, they build the 787 and that plane has never crashed. But it can also be true that the process and the culture isn't as good as it needs to be. Again, from the article, it says, faulty parts have been installed in planes. Tools and metal shavings have routinely been left inside jets, often near electrical systems. Aircraft have taken test flights with debris in an engine and a tail risking failure. On several planes, John Barnett, a former quality manager who worked at Boeing for nearly three decades and retired in 2017, discovered clusters of metal uh, slivers hanging over the wiring that commands the flight controls. If the sharp metal pieces produced when fasteners were fitted into nuts penetrate the wires, he said, it could be catastrophic. The article shares more examples of what are called FOD violations, FOD, foreign object debris. Customers are rightfully upset with them. And, and that means people buying the planes, not the flying public. That's as serious of a problem as so-called, uh, you know, this FOD, is, it's like never events in healthcare. It shouldn't happen, yet never events happen more often than never, it's sad to say. I mean, that's why I generally use the phrase so-called never events. Now, when I was at GM, I saw firsthand when there was extreme pressure to use questionable parts inside Cadillac engines, and I've blogged about that before. I'd hate to think that pressure for speed or production numbers would be the priority over safety and quality, but, but I can understand how a big company bureaucracy sometimes creates measures and incentives that don't drive the right behavior. 
I mean, compared to GM, though, I mean, GM was arguably in the very early days of any sort of lean transformation in 1995. But Boeing is often held up as a great example of lean manufacturing. I mean, it seems like GM over time fixed the factories more than it fixed the company culture. Is the same thing true at Boeing? The article said that the former quality manager Barnett, who filed a whistleblower complaint with regulators, said he repeatedly urged his bosses to remove the shavings, but they refused and moved them to another part of the plant. Uh, that might be like a nurse who complains about the quality of care being moved to a different department. Well, then there are more troubling details, things that happened when Boeing got behind on production, which again is when the really bad quality problems would happen at GM. The Times says, in North Charleston, the time crunch had consequences. Hundreds of tools began disappearing, according to complaints filed in 2014 with the FAA by two former managers. Some were found lying around the aircraft, one of them said in her complaint. So that sounds like a combination of poor process controls and an environment where people were pressured to rush. FOD makes me think of what's called retained surgical items, which is a euphemistic way of saying, we left a sponge inside you, dear patient. That's a never event, by the way. I mean, so-called never event. Then there's this, quote, the two managers also said they had been pushed to cover up delays. Managers told employees to install equipment out of order to make it appear to Boeing executives in Chicago, the aircraft purchasers and Boeing shareholders, that the work is being performed on schedule, where in fact the aircraft is far behind schedule, according to their complaints. These Boeing managers, like the managers at the, the VA healthcare clinics or managers at Wells Fargo branches, they're all part of a system. Low-level VA managers and Wells Fargo branch managers were oftentimes fired for being, quote-unquote, unethical. They're not to blame for acting in the manner that the organization's higher-ups are demanding, I, I don't think, right? I mean, but wait, there's always a spokesperson at the ready. Gordon Jondro, a spokesman for Boeing, said, We prioritize safety and quality over speed, but all three can be accomplished while still producing one of the safest airplanes flying today. Well, that's, that's true. You can, you, you can get all three. You can get um, safety, quality, and speed. That can also lead to lower cost, but you need to have the right kind of environment for that. You know, you, you can think of some hospital spokesperson saying, quote, they're disappointed to learn of the, the rating, you know, the, the, the hospital rating from the feds and believe it doesn't reflect performance. Patient safety is always a top priority for our team, and we're consistently focusing on the quality of care we provide to each and every patient. Um, that's, that's easier said than done, perhaps. So back to the Times article. It says, while inspecting a plane being prepared for delivery, Mr. Clayton, the technician currently at the plant, recently found chewing gum holding together part of the door's trim. It was not a safety issue, but it's not what you want to present to a customer, he said. So I guess it's possible that the spokesperson and the executives think such statements are true, but it's also possible that quality problems exist. So in the category of the beatings will continue until morale improves, I mean, if true, this story, this story takes the cake. It's leadership's responsibility when they create an environment of overburden and chaos. Blaming the workers isn't the right thing to do. Blaming the workers is what happened at GM, and, and that didn't help, but we got a new plant manager who ended that. Blaming the workers doesn't help in healthcare, but that's all too common. 
The Times wrote about Boeing. The disarray frustrated one major carrier. In 2014, factory employees were told to watch a video from the chief executive of Qatar Airways. He chastised the North Charleston worker, saying he was upset that Boeing wasn't being transparent about the length or cause of delays. So to interrupt for a second, why, the, the workers shouldn't be lectured about that lack of transparency. Um, it says back in the back to the article In several instances, workers had damaged the interior of planes made for the airline, requiring Boeing to push back delivery to fix the jets. Ever since, Cutter has only bought Dreamliners built in Everett, which is the other Boeing plant in Washington. So I think, you know, making employees watch a video like that seems like the height of disrespect or it's just a waste of time that further delays planes. But, oh, wait, wait we, we can pause for a spokesperson. In a statement, Qatar Airways said it, quote, continues to be a long-term supporter of Boeing and has full confidence in all its aircraft and manufacturing facilities, I guess, except for the one in South Carolina. When there's production pressure, bad decisions get made about quality. There's another story in the article that, again, reminds me of the bad old days at General Motors. Said Mr. Barnett, again, the former quality manager, uh, who goes by Swampy in a nod to his Louisiana roots. So there's a, a charming little detail. We, sh we should just call him Swampy. Swampy learned in 2016 that a senior manager had pulled a dented hydraulic tube from a scrap bin, Swampy said. He said the tube, part of the central system controlling the plane's movement, was installed on a Dreamliner. Swampy said the senior manager had told him, quote, don't worry about it. Swampy filed a complaint with Human Resources, company documents show. Swampy also reported to the management that defective parts had gone missing, raising the prospect that they had been installed in planes. His bosses, he said, told Swampy to finish the paperwork on the missing parts without figuring out where they had gone. The FAA investigated and found that Boeing had lost some damaged parts. Yeah, lost. Uh, Boeing claims their investigation found nothing, but I guess that would be in their interest to find nothing. Finding nothing doesn't mean a problem doesn't exist. But this reminds me of the problem with, with a surgical team, you know, losing items and then, you know, the sponges or scalpels or whatever, and then being rushed to sew the patient up without accounting for every item. I mean, this, again, is supposed to be a never event. And does this next thing also remind you of some hospitals that said, quote, several former employees said high level managers pushed internal quality inspectors to stop recording defects. So I know somebody who works in quality at a hospital that receives the top rating of five stars from CMS, the Center for Medicaid, Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services. This hospital employee says quite confidently, unfortunately, that management has created such a culture of fear that people are afraid to report problems. Data gets massaged or faked and submitted to the Fed so things look good, but that hampers our ability to be informed healthcare consumers. And Fooling yourself into thinking you're really five stars is going to do nothing but hamper further improvement. You'd say, oh, well, why improve? We're five stars. We're great. And that also reminds me of the old Deming story about a factory that offered incentives for hitting zero employee injuries. So people just stopped reporting injuries, even though you could obviously see people were walking around with signs of injury. Or people get pressured or punished, unfortunately, in healthcare for hiding problems. There was a tweet that I happened to find, um, didn't go searching for it. It just kind of came up um, through my feed. Dr. Umesh Prabhu, who wrote, um, 
Wait, where's the second part of the tweet? Here we go. 1998, dismissed surgeon. 15 patients had died. I was told to cover it up. Since then became stronger and stronger. Everything I do, I do it for patients. They are the most vulnerable and need our protection. We must have excellent staff to provide great care. And I think I would add, we also need great systems, the right management style and the right culture. So wrapping up Barnett or, or Swampy, Swampy says he was reprimanded for using email instead of face-to-face -to, -face to discuss quality problems, the implication being to not put anything in writing. So wrapping up here, the story from the New York Times is exhaustive and at times exhausting. Uh, again, for a company that's often held up as a, a lean exemplar, Boeing, this is all very, very disappointing if even some of it is true. So I'm curious what you think. Um, if you want to read the different links that I mentioned, or if you want to comment, you can go to leanblog.org audio 271.